The start of the new year invariably brings speculation about what's to come over the next 12 months. Such thinking naturally happens in trucking, especially when it comes to regulations. People wonder will there be new rules about this or that from the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration? What will the Biden administration do? And of course, what could Congress do? The simple answer to these questions is there are a lot of developments on the regulatory horizon for trucking in 2022. This is the Eyes on the Road podcast presented by PrePass Safety Alliance, the provider of PrePass Way Station Bypass and Toll Payment Services. PrePass also includes informed software for improving safety scores and lowering toll-related costs. Online at prepass.com. I'm Evan Lockridge, and thanks for joining us. In case you didn't know it, 2022 is an election year. Every seat in the U.S. House is up for grabs, along with a third of the Senate. That means the actions of Congress, along with those of the White House and regulatory agencies, such as FMCSA, will be driven by the upcoming elections. Add to this two issues dominating politics and trucking, COVID-19 and the supply chain crisis. And both will factor heavily when it comes to creating and refining existing trucking regulations in the new year. To give us some perspective of what to expect in the way of new trucking rules in 2022, I'm joined by Warren Heyman, prepass consultant and former FMCSA deputy administrator, for what's become our annual New Year regulatory preview. Warren, it's good to have you back, and Happy New Year. Thank you, Evan. Great to be with you. Well, to begin with, let's talk about COVID-19 and trucking. What do you see FMCSA doing in the way of regulatory actions due to the pandemic? Well, if we can, let's let's go back to last August when we already had a series of COVID-related waivers or regulations uh, that came out of the Trump administration, and now we're into the Biden administration. And at that point in August, the deputy administrator of FMCSA said, yes, we're going to extend those waivers till November, but these will probably be the last waivers. Well, we've all learned that COVID-19 and its variants cause a lot of changes, and that was one of the changes, that we now have those same waivers, which we thought were ending in November, have now been extended to February 28th. What I see going forward is that FMCSA, like all of the federal government, will want to appear very responsive to changes in COVID-19. We have the Delta variant and now the Omicron variant, and even though it may be milder, FMCSA and again, the whole government will want to appear responsive and not miss an opportunity to protect the public. So I would see on COVID-19 that we may have further extensions into 2022 beyond February 28, but they will be very targeted. Just as we've seen the FMCSA waivers now limited to the maximum driving time on hours of service. Similarly, the cargo that can be carried, the commodities and the extensions, which may come about due to Omicron, will be very targeted and very limited. We may also see the entry-level driver training program, which is due to start this coming February 7th, may be bumped up to meet the February 28th waiver extension that we've seen on everything else dealing with truck driving and licensing. So I think we'll have further extensions 
but they will be limited and very, very focused. A moment ago, I mentioned the supply chain crisis that, like COVID, seems like it's never ending. Is there anything Uncle Sam can do on the regulatory front to address supply chain problems that we've been seeing? We in the trucking industry understand the supply chain, and we know it's a whole lot of moving parts. But this is relatively new to the federal government itself, and the federal government is learning that those moving parts are pretty much all in the private sector. So what the federal government can do is kind of around the edges in terms of encouragement or in terms of getting some money to problem areas. In terms of encouragement, that the White House wants to help work on recruiting new truck drivers. And we saw in the infrastructure bill, of course, that there will be an under-21 apprenticeship program, again, to bring younger drivers into the trucking industry. Those will help, but they will not be an immediate solution. The government can also help by loaning money that is in the infrastructure bill to create more storage areas for containers, for chassis, and let's hope for more truck parking. Again, those are longer-term solutions but they will help meet the supply chain uh, crisis. What I don't think we'll see is any hours of service relief other than we've already seen in the COVID waivers. The federal government, FMCSA, is in court right now trying to defend the most recent hours of service extensions. And I don't think they will stick their neck out to create more hours of service leniency for the general trucking public, only for those related to COVID relief. In December, Warren, the White House published its regulatory agenda for 2022, and it contained three new items for FMCSA. What are they and what could they do? First of all, going to look at electronic logging device regulations. FMCSA says we've learned a lot about ELDs, we want to ask the public and ask the users on what changes should be made in the regulations. They don't say it, but I personally believe that we will see some comments coming back saying that one of the ALD regulations that should be addressed is the use of personal conveyance. That is, when truck drivers are off-duty but still being able to move the truck. Right now, there are no limits other than what may be imposed by the motor carrier employer on the distance or time for personal conveyance, that may come up. The second one that is brand new is FMCSA is going to look at the safety evaluation criteria. And I believe there will be two things that will get feedback on, on that one. One is, will the CSA, the Compliance, Safety, and Accountability scores that truck drivers and motor carriers uh, pay attention to, will all of those be made public? People who want that, trial lawyers among others, but so far some of those scores are kept private. The second thing that may come up in the safety evaluation area is that great acronym IRT, Item Response Theory. Many in the trucking industry have asked for some changes in the CSA program. The federal government went to the National Academy of Sciences who said, hey, 
we have this item response theory, which can take a lot of data and crunch it. Unfortunately, some of that data uh, is either personal or proprietary and competitive, and the trucking industry has not released it. They may address this again, looking at the safety evaluation areas. And in the third one that is brand new is another acronym we'll have to get used to. It's UID, Universal ID or Identification, through a petition from the Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance, CVSA. FMCSA will ask whether all trucks on the road should have an electronic device that will transmit the identification of the truck to roadside inspectors and way stations. There will be a lot of discussion about UID in the future. Now, all three of those, we should make a, a, a point, are what we call an advance notice of proposed rulemaking, which means FMCSA doesn't have the regulations that they want to come out yet. They don't even have the language. They want input, and it behooves all of us to make input on those three. Last November, President Biden signed the more than $1 billion infrastructure funding bill into law, and I understand in it, Congress directed the development of some new regulations by FMCSA. What are they, Warren? Well, very briefly, there were four of them that were directed by Congress, uh, and of course, Congress sets the rules that says FMCSA do the following things. The first is automatic emergency braking. There already are automatic emergency braking uh, in the trucking industry on some trucks that will detect by radar or LIDAR or by camera objects ahead in the road that will slow and ultimately stop a truck. We see that already in passenger cars. We can expect a rulemaking coming out. Uh, It's in the regulatory agenda already that will require that on newly manufactured trucks. The second is the livestock industry has been granted by the infrastructure bill an hours of service uh, waiver within 150 air mile radius of the ultimate destination that will require some rulemaking to actually put the language in there. Third one is we've already seen rear underride guards on the back of trailers becoming a focus of inspection by roadside inspectors. FMCSA has been told by Congress also look at the strength of those underride guards. And then the fourth one is, as we mentioned earlier, there is an under 21 age apprenticeship program to bring younger drivers, those from 18 to 21 into the industry. Those will take some regulations to get that program running. Also, while not mandated by Congress, I understand there are some trucking topics under discussion at FMCSA that could be among rulemakings in 2022. What are the details? Well, this will largely depend upon the political climate uh, that we're going through. The focus right now, as we all know, is on COVID and on the supply chain crisis, and also the fact that November of 2022 brings the midterm elections in a closely divided Congress. So these items may not come about, but they're under discussion. First is mandatory speed limiters on commercial motor vehicles, trucks, and buses. The second is an increase in the minimum insurance levels for motor carriers. That increase widely discussed right now would go from the current $750,000 insurance that all motor carriers of general commodities must have up to $3 million. 5 million, those numbers have been tossed out there. It did not happen in the infrastructure bill, 
and it may not happen because of politics, but it's under discussion. Again, we've mentioned the personal conveyance limits on uh, commercial motor vehicles. That may come up in the ELD regulations. Again, it was widely discussed. And the fourth thing would be mandatory sleep apnea screening for all truck drivers. It's a common practice in the industry, but making it mandatory, again, was discussed. But we'll have to see how that plays out in the coming year. Warren, as you well know, Congress loves to study different things when lawmakers are considering new legislation, and this includes some issues in trucking. What are the most important of these studies, and what could be the result of them? There are a lot of studies that Congress mandated happen. They asked uh, FMCSA to look at how FMCSA is using the data that comes from ELDs, electronic logging devices. It looked for a study on side underwrite guards which is the great concern in the trucking industry because the weight of those side underwrite guards would cut into fuel efficiency and also the amount of cargo that could be carried. It may have some structural impact on trailers. A two-year study on women in trucking has been mandated, as well as a study of human trafficking violations that do occur uh, within a commercial motor vehicle. But the bigger studies, which frankly haven't been gotten all that much talk yet are three. One is a highway cost allocation study. Uh, That is who's paying their fair share. And that would show both cars and trucks uh, how much they're paying. In the past, because Congress and the, the government have done these before, highway cost allocation went to percentage of the vehicles on the road and the impact of their weight on the pavement. But now Congress and the infrastructure bill have thrown in a lot of social equity issues as well that would go into this study. That affects taxes, both at the state and federal level. And speaking of which, there's a mileage tax study for a universal mileage tax across the whole country. And then finally, we're once again going to have a commercial motor vehicle, that is trucks and buses, crash causation study. Why do crashes occur? And of course, those studies can lead to further regulations. That is Prepass consultant and former FMCSA Deputy Administrator Warren Heyman. Warren, thanks very much. You're welcome. And you can read more about the regulatory issues Warren discussed. Just go to prepass.com and click on the Resources tab for the Prepass blog. There you'll also find previous editions of this podcast, as well as through your favorite podcasting service. You can keep up with these and other developments in trucking by following Prepass on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. I'm Evan Lockridge. Thank you for listening. And from everyone at Prepass, we hope you have a safe and happy new year. Thank you.